This is mine. This is mine. This is mine. Where the beat go? This is mine. This is mine. This is mine. They say tomorrow's not promised. I'm just a D-girl from around way with a whole lot of shit to say. It's your girl, KD. What up, dude? It's your boy, DTM. That's Dr. DTM, a.k.a. Pure Motivation. I am Mr. Energy. Everybody love me. I don't have one enemy. Listen, I'm the husband. I'm the wife. And this is Marriage, Marriage Material. Material. What does it do? Man, what's good? What's up, KD? Not much. You know what I'm saying? Over here just looking just flies ever as always. You know what I mean? How was your weekend weekend? Great. What you get into? Nothing major? No. Nothing major. Just chilling, chilling. And this hot heat, man. If you listening to us from Michigan, then you already know what the weather is. But if you're listening to us from anywhere else, man, it's hot. Then a son of a gun over here out here. So uh we just trying to survive out here and not melt. You know what I mean? <laughs> Trying to see if we can just, you know, do what we can do without melting, man. You know? Um, let's see. We're going to jump right on into it, man. I got some good questions to get through today. Uh, some came from me. Some came from other people who just wanted to know, man. They figured KD had all of the good answers and uh, wisdom. So they wanted to pick her brain as much as possible. You know what I mean? Um... So, I know, you know what, yeah, I know we've been uh, out of the dating game for a minute now, right? So, my question to you is, just from the outside looking in, what do you think are some must-ask questions um, around the first few dates? Are you gay? Uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, what else? Anything else? What else you think of? Are you in the situationship? How many kids you have? Like, so, when you say are you gay, you gotta specify. Like, have you ever had a penis inside of your asshole or in your mouth? Those niggas out here fucking people they don't view as men and viewing themselves as straight, and that ain't it. Man, and that that's the I think that's the hardest change to get accustomed to is that you can uh, identify yourself as what whatever you identify as and I think it makes it super confusing to even understand or learn and it's like a dangerous thing to where they don't even really give you they don't want to give you the learning curve to even try to learn it you know what I'm saying they're like no just know it know it or we canceling you and that's that like you know what I mean so um Another, uh, so for me, I think the question would be, which probably should come up already, but do you got kids, right? Um, because we know some people who have kids, but don't necessarily claim or talk about their kids. Yeah, you got to be ready for that. So would that be a deal breaker for you if they didn't I never fuck with nobody who don't take care of their kids. Yeah, I do feel like that's a... Uh, that's got to be a hard no for me right there too. Especially especially as a mother. You know what I mean? Like as a mother, you're supposed to already have that nurturing 
um, care in your nurturing bone, man. So if you can not rock with your own seed, then that's super dangerous, man. Um, let's see, what what else is it, man? Because I so the reason why I asked the question. Who do you live with? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Who car you driving? I know people be asking like credit score and stuff, but I mean, I ain't trying to take care of you, but I don't think credit score should be like a first date question, but a, a, like a before you get married question for sure. Yeah, yeah, you should know the credit score and the credit history, even, even if it's not necessarily the score. Some people don't know their score, but you, should, you can find out together for free, but you should definitely know like the credit history to know if you're coming into like debt or if you're coming into... I mean, I feel like that's only if we get married. Right, right, right. If we just boyfriend and girlfriend, your finances, your finances, my finances, my finances. But my sexual health is my sexual health. So if you're out here having sex with people unprotected me, I think I should know. Because even if, even if you use condoms, I don't protect you from everything. Right, right, so... And condoms break too, so... Alright, so let's see what you think about this situation. And this is not necessarily a first date. This is, they have been dating for um, close to a year now, right? So, and within that year, of course, they had sex and the sex was unprotected. And um, I'm going to give you two different scenarios. You let me know what you think about this. Or if this should even, if this is even any of their business, you know what I mean? It's pregnant. Or he gets her pregnant. And he's very in tune and excited about it. So he goes to the doctor with her, you know, for the checkup. And while he's at while they at the checkup, you know, they ask all these different type of questions that normally they kick the guy out when they're asking you these type of questions. But for this situation they did not kick him out or she said he can stay, right? And um they would ask some questions like, what number of pregnancy is this? And she said three. That's my third one. She had no kids though. So he was looking confused because that was a conversation that never came up. Like, well wait, what happened to the other two? But as he stood there and listened, um, the nurse got that information. Because she was like, well one was terminated and one was miscarried. And so instantly, um, he got upset. I ain't gonna say pissed, I'm gonna say upset that for one, we didn't have this conversation prior to right now. And two, um, he has a stance against uh, the termination part of it. But it was before him. So she was saying, what happened before you ain't none of your business for real. You know what I mean? So, do you feel the same way? You feel like what happened before was nothing's been? Yeah, because you don't know what type of relationship you, she was in. You don't know how old she was. You don't know what her situation was with that nigga. Like, you don't know what what it was. You against her aborting your baby. Why you worried about what she did with another nigga see? But do you think that's something that should have been no. discussed? No. No. Unless you ask me. But how many when people say how many kids you got, they don't ask you how many kids you aborted or how many kids you miscarried. They want to know how many kids that you got today, which I could possibly end up taking care of. You ain't got to take care of a kid I got rid of. Okay, so we're going to flip it. 
because there was a couple that was married or that is married and they've been together for a long, for a while right um year 19 in the marriage where they were together for like two years before they got married and then they got married they've been they've been together for like 19 years right but year 19 um he get a notification that he got twins that's trying to reach out to him what happened was um he was a frequent sperm bank donator during college you know for the extra bread for whatever reason i guess you have to check a box on whether or not you want to be contacted or you allow them to contact you after 18 and apparently he checked the box so with all this uh find my ancestors and all this other stuff people want to you know they got questions whatever they decided to reach out but the wife didn't know about the whole donating sperm and all that so she thought that the, the kid that they had together was the only kid which was almost around the same age as the other kid now um she instantly got pissed you know what I'm saying? She got pissed because she like, this is something I felt like I should have known. You should have told this to me. Uh, our kids, they could have went to school together. They could have did whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or whatever her reasoning was. And same as the, as the first story. He was like, well, that was, that was before you. That's different. Donating sperm is different than having an abortion. An abortion is it's a girl that is dead. So why do you even got to think about it? Donate sperm is kids that are living on this earth. That's that's a major. Just like if I had a baby, I gave up for adoption. That's different because that's still a baby that's alive and well on this earth. You can't compare an aborted baby with a baby that's living. That's stupid. So what? What? At what point do you think that should come up in the conversation? Probably before we have kids. I'm not saying, but before we get committed and start having kids, you gotta know there's other kids out there. Because that, and that's what I was trying to uh, get to because some people don't know when that turning point should be. You know what I mean? When a kid's young, when a kid starts getting older, do it, is it going to look like I he said was, before. No, I hear what you're saying. But the question that they were asking was, should it have been, is that something that should have came out before? Because they, they didn't talk about having kids. It just, you know, they weren't taking any precautions to not have kids. And boom, we got kids. So it was like Well I don't know Maybe you should just Not be fucking people Without a condom Before you have a conversation Like what Grow up So Okay So like, keep, keep your penis In your pants Without I didn't say Keep your penis In your pants What I'm saying is If you have an Unprotected sex With somebody Then maybe you should Have a conversation That you got Potential kids out here The problem with Sperm donation Is you don't know How many kids you got So that should be that should be a conversation. That, that's one of them. I questions. still don't think it's for a first date. That's what I and I ain't saying like first date, but I'm talking about like that the first few dates when you're trying to get to know somebody. Once y'all first start dating, you know what I'm saying? Like first date questions, I think is gonna kind of defer a little bit, as opposed to like now that we're dating, these are the things I need to know before we take it to the next step. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's one of the, those are the, I think those two questions there or those two situations 
are questions that probably would never come up until they are probably faced with that type of situation. You know what I mean? So, uh, which, which, uh, you know, but I think that might be something that you might want to keep. Well me, well, me personally, if I'm dating somebody, it's none of his business how many abortions or miscarriages I've had. Not sure business. The babies is not even nowhere. So. Okay. Uh, but if I gave a baby up for adoption, that's different. Alright. So, let's get a little deeper. Take this to a different level. Talk about something a little bit different. Um, because I, I, when I got this situation, this issue, the first person I thought about was Katie because I really wanted to hear her. I, I kind of know how she would have said it, but I want to hear her stance on it uh, live, right? So we're gonna tiptoe around the situation just because it's juicy, but it's 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 on the it's on the spectrum. It's on that level, right? So you got. A, a friend, a friend is about to get married, but they got a unique situation. So his ex, Sandy, who was his first sexual experience and first love, is now going through a transition. So now, she is he. They realize that. You know, they realized years ago that nothing, nothing more would come between what we had, you know, than what we first did. But they also realized, like, man, you cool people. I really want to keep you around or whatever. But I'm talking about she didn't had the mastectomy and everything. She hasn't had the bottom surgery yet, but that's um, still to come. But the problem comes where. Um, and when I say she got she got full beard, everything. He won't. Do you see a problem with that? I mean, that's that. I don't see a problem with it because they different now. But his wife might have a problem with it because they had sex before. So that's the conversation you have to have with her. Well, she already said that she had a problem with it. Well, then they can't be No, but that's why I was trying to come and ask you about it because I wanted to see what would your stand had been on that because some people say that it's still an emotional tie there even though now you're going through a, a transition and now she is a he. You know what I mean? So would that be an issue with having him stand next to me as my best man at our wedding? Or even still being friends, period. I mean, some of that stuff you have to be in a situation to decide. I don't think so because they're a different person. But other people might say, yeah, because they had sex before. Okay, maybe. Okay. So for me, I don't... I feel I feel you on the part where you feel you probably gotta be in a situation. First of all, most people probably don't want the person who you had sex around because of the potential that you'll be unfaithful. At the end of the day, it's borderline. We don't trust you niggas, and that's period. So, if you feel like okay, this really isn't a man now, you gotta decide like, do do you think he is, he is still fuck around? If not, then let the person be in the wedding because in all actuality, I know people who are really close with people, baby mamas. 
and people baby daddies but it's because they trust that, the, that it's going to be no infidelity with the person that's all it boils down to when you when people don't want you around somebody used to fuck with it's because they don't want you to keep fucking with the person that's what it boils down to at the end of the day so if she confident that he not going to fuck with that person no more then she's not going to care you see it all the time with baby daddies and baby mamas as new friends with the new baby daddy, new baby mama. Because the potential of affair is not there. So you so you basically say you can see the that the door is closed and they not he not on that or she not on that. Yeah, if that's what she can see. If she's saying no, I don't want that person around, apparently she feel like y'all are still fucked. So does that I don't even know how to ask that question, but does that make you gay? I don't know what make people gay. So I don't know. She still got a vagina, so people would say that don't make him gay. But she look like a man, so people would say that do make you gay. I don't know. Man, In 2022, I don't even know what the <laughs> fuck is gay, okay? Back in my day, gay men, you like dick if you was a guy, and you like pussy if you was a girl. Now, that ain't what that mean. If you like, if you like a transgender person, then you're not gay. You pansexual, you demisexual, you all these other different sexuals. So I don't know if a nigga gay or not. And they say if you do it just one time, well, then, then you might not necessarily well, be. They didn't say that. Tank said that. <laughs> well, he he said you can give it a couple times. He said that the first time you might not like it, second time, but if you do it a third time, then you might for sure be gay. That's what Tank said. But. Um, yeah, that's, I I definitely feel like that's a unique situation right there, for one. Um, I feel like it, it probably, it will more than likely be relational based, based off of, you know, the trust level, like Katie said. <clears throat> um, the, the history, right, you know what I'm saying? If you got a history of having issues in that area, then you might not be able to, you know, Maybe after the bottom surgery, then then maybe you can uh, make that transition. Well, you can make you still have to see the comfortable level of your spouse. You know what I mean? And honestly, that's with anybody, though, right? I just feel like insecurities come from I think you will fuck that person. That's why people say all the time, like you don't have no problem with him being friends with Kiki. No, because I know they're not gonna fuck. If I when I did think it was a potential because it was a it was a point where I couldn't trust you to the corner store. No, I didn't like her and I didn't want her around. It ain't had nothing to do with her. It's because of you. Right. And it's still people that I'll be like, no, you can't talk to them. What the fuck is wrong with you? But sure. it's be it, it don't have nothing to do with the person. It's because of my lack of trust in you. It don't have nothing to do with the other person. They can have the purest intention. I'm like, no, this nigga ain't shit. I don't trust him around me. And that's period. Then that means y'all can't be friends. If somebody's standing firm, it don't matter if it's a boy or girl or nothing. If they standing firm that you can't be friends with that person, oh, they transgender, they this and this, and they still saying, I ain't feeling that, it's because they see something with y'all together and they straight on that. Okay. I dare somebody tell me I'm wrong. I dare somebody be like, I 100% trust him, but I still don't want him to be friends with that person. Why? Then why? If you 100% trust him, why he can't be friends with that person? Oh, because they had sex before. It doesn't matter that they had sex before. The, the reason why you don't want them to be friends now is because you know that he'll have sex with her again. But, uh, okay. But it could, be a, it could be a different... It could be other reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could be like, 
I could trust you, but not like him because maybe he disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe I see him really constantly trying and, and but just again being because you see something. You didn't say nothing different than what I said. It's because you see something in that person, even though it's not your chick, you see something in that nigga, you like, nah nigga, you you on some other shit. I don't want y'all to be friends. But you still see something, correct? Have you ever have you ever trusted your dude but just got a bad vibe from somebody else? Right. Because I got a bad vibe from that person, I said, no, you can't be friends with her. I'll say so you, the vibe is the same as seeing something because you felt something. Right? Exactly, it's the same thing. Either you saw something or you felt something from either either person involved. But my thing is, when you get a vibe from somebody and you tell your your person like, no, you can't be around that person, it's still because of a lack of trust. In my experience, when I got a bad vibe from a chick, I'm like, nigga, you can't be trusted. So no, you can't be friends with her because I feel like she'll fuck with you. Mm. Okay. Right, I get that. I get that. So y'all, y'all definitely leave a comment, man. Let us know what y'all think about that situation and would y'all be comfortable um, with your significant other letting their first or their ex stand up in the wedding if they were going through transition. Let us know what y'all think about that. What would y'all do? It don't gotta be if they was going to transition. It could be period. Yeah. No. 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 But that's that's a different though. So if you're going through transition, it's almost like you're not even that same person no more. That's true. Different name, different everything. So that's why that's why that that situation is so different because I can even understand. Um, I can even understand it being an issue with my ex standing up next to me if she's still a girl. But if I never gave you any signs of me messing with a dude, then I'd be confused. Like, oh wait, you know I ain't. I mean, that. technically, she's but, still a girl. Like, let's be honest. So. Uh, but that's what I'm saying, and 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 I guess what Katie's saying is, is actually having that bottom surgery matters as well, right? Or part to go. And the only reason they said they haven't gotten the bottom part was they still trying to take up the bread to do it, get it done. But um, but that's a, I mean, that's a that's a very unique situation. So y'all let us know what y'all think. I mean, about it that. is unique. That's why you can't really have an opinion about it because how you know? Right. All you can kind of. All you can kind of do is say what you think you would do, like kind of put yourself into them shoes, and you know, because that's what I when I first got the situation, the first thing I did was try to imagine myself in them shoes. You know what I'm saying? On both spectrums, like my ex and KD's ex, to see how I would feel. Like even even how I would feel is asking if it was okay for him to stand next to me. Like, would I feel comfortable enough to come to KD? Like, yo, that, I don't, you know that's Sandy, but that ain't Sandy no more. His name is uh, Ray. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it, yeah, that that's a that's a that's a different one right there, man. All right, so um, I got a hold of this one, and it was pretty good because. I already, like I said, I, see. I think this is this is what makes this is so, this is what makes it so fun for me, is because I hear KD's voice before she says it. So like when I get these these uh, ask KDs and when I get the um, marriage mail, 
I'd be like, you know what? I can hear KD's voice all over this already, right? So, this situation, the chick said, are there any, are there any good real niggas in the single world left? So she was dating an F nigga that was everything I wanted at first. And at first was in quotation marks. He was, he was taking me back and forth to work while I got my money together because my car had broke down. Our conversation, our conversation was great, always focusing on the future and our future together. He supported my kids, meaning showing up the game, helping with homework, and even helping them run the house from time to time. Well, I saved up $6,500 and wanted to get me a Nissan Altima. He told me that he told me that was a ripoff, and that I should let him take care of it for me. So I gave him $5,000, and he went to the auction. He came back with a Nissan Maxima. He said it was an upgrade from the one that I wanted. It looked about the same, and it did look like an upgrade, so I was excited about it. Well, three weeks later, it broke down. I called him and told him that he got a limit and that I wanted my money back. He said he can't get money back from an auction. We just got to take it to the shop and see what's wrong with it and get it fixed. I cussed him out, so he started, so he ghosted me. <laughs> he felt like he was helping me out, but he only spent $3,600, but he kept the change. So are there really, are there any good niggas left? Am I overreacting? Help me out. Well, first of all, did he even know anything about Curtis and you gave him $5,000 of your money? Good question. You talking about he a fuck nigga, you a dummy. Good question. Why would you give a nigga $5,000 of your money? First of all, why you give a nigga $5,000 of your money and not go with him? For one. For two, you got a nigga $5,000 of your money. Is he a mechanic? <laughs> so why the fuck would you trust him to go get you a car? So sometimes when we want to blame a fuck nigga for being a fuck nigga, sometimes we got to take responsibility of being a stupid bitch. Because mm. ain't no reason why you get it with your other 1400 You probably ain't even ask a nigga for it. And you can't get a refund from the auction, nigga. It's an auction. As is sale all the time. All the time. No so there's no reason why you should have gave a regular, regular ass nigga $5,000. No. Now, I do, I do agree that maybe you could get a better deal from auction, which he did. But you should have sent a mechanic. Not your fuck, not a nigga that's nothing in you and leaving in the morning. Like, no. Sometimes we want to blame men so bad, but we don't take responsibility as women. Which I ain't saying you gotta take responsibility of niggas doing you wrong, cause sometimes niggas just do you wrong. But sometimes you gotta be smart enough to say, why am I giving you five stacks and you not a mechanic? Being a man don't make you a mechanic. That's a fact. Being a man don't mean you know what's wrong with a car. Shit, this niggas out here that's calling the motherfucking tow truck to change tires. <laughs> Fuck is you talking about gave this nigga five thousand? You know he spent thirty six he kept the change. Nigga, you let him. He, I'm sure, which means what? He gave the bill of sale, and you ain't say, "Where my fourteen hundred at?" I ain't said nothing. Right, exactly, cause you slow. So he a fuck nigga all day long, but what are you? I always say that he was uh, a bitch fucking a nigga. Sometimes look in the mirror, sis. I always say that it takes a you a savage if you go if you um, don't get nobody to change back though for whatever. If I send you to the store with fifty dollars, I mean some people don't give change. Uh, clearly, he one of them. So, 
Which he probably had you marked already. He knew you wasn't going to want no change. And that was probably 36 for the whole title and everything. So the car probably only really costed 3000 Especially if you live in Michigan with this high-ass insurance. Man, what? So the car probably was... Thirty-three hundred between three thousand and thirty-three hundred. Other three hundred was for the taxes, title, and license, and all that shit. But like you said, he still ran away with fourteen hundred. Talking about he kept the change. You knew he kept the change three weeks ago when he gave your bill of sale, sis. You was cool with it because the car was still running. Everything was good. He was still dicking you down. You First of all, that. and you probably just jumped in that bitch and drove. You probably ain't getting no oil change. You probably ain't get no tune-up. Nothing. Ain't nobody had no mechanic look at it. Like, come on now. How old are you? We learn that when we get our first used car at 16, 17 years old. You got to get your oil changed. You got to get you a tune-up, have a mechanic look at it, all types of shit before you pay the money. My son made that mistake. He wanted his car so bad, so bad, so bad. The man like, oh, you have it, $800. You like my son? How you like his son? You ain't never met this nigga before. <laughs> but he's so pressed. He ain't want his daddy to look oh. at it. He took his $800. He gave it to that nigga, drove that bitch around the corner, and that bitch, no, he probably drove it probably four days. That bitch broke. He like my car broke. I said that's what you get for not paying attention. I told you don't buy it till we can have a mechanic come look at it. You was so pressed to buy it, and you had a little five hundred dollars, and you bought it. Cause I told him I said, son, nobody work, nobody selling a working vehicle for five hundred dollars. They just not doing it. That ain't even how the world work. Niggas want money. He could have junked that bitch for five hundred. I'm like, don't be dumb. He was dumb anyway. When well, you gotta let dumb people be dumb people. So he went over there, wasted his money. And now he paid. What you did was you just learned your expensive lesson in common sense. And that's the one thing I learned. And even no matter how hard it is sometimes to follow through and follow it. If it's for me, it's for me. So I, if I'm like, nope, give me a second. I need to think about this. I need to talk to my wife. I need to go get a mechanic. I need to whatever. Ask this uh, professional in this field a question before I make this decision. And you like, no, 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 if you don't do it now, it's gone. And I be like, all right, well, it's gone then. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And no matter how bad I might want it or whatever it is, the situation is, that's the decision that I'm making right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just making it because it's fast and I want it to say I want it right now, but it's got to be the best decision that I can make. You know what I mean? So it took me forever to abide by that rule, but I definitely had to learn it. And sometimes I had to learn it the hard way because I knew it in some cases and I still went against it and I regretted it later because it showed me why I shouldn't uh, I should have waited I should have waited you know what I mean I remember we bought cars and it was a wrap yep like, <laughs> like we drove off the lot to the freeway and it was a wrap and I was like well now what babe and of course you know we go back and we get a different one but now we didn't commit it to this whole lot I don't want nothing from this lot for real but you know, it's gonna take more for me to get the bread back than to just get another whip. So we're gonna figure out how to get the best whip from this broke down lot that we didn't already committed to. And so I understand it, but I don't understand it if you got somebody that's telling you beforehand. So of course he was trying to be a good a good dude and step in and, and help out, hopefully. That was his intention. Um I but, mean, I'm not saying his intentions was ill, but I'm just saying at some point we got to take responsibility for our lack of common sense. And I understand the ghosting part of it, although he should have said what was on that his nigga, mind. That nigga ghosted you because he probably said, who the fuck you talking to? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I understand the ghosting like, part. You're like, I cussed him out. Now, what the hell make you think, because you made an uneducated decision to give a nigga $5,000, you could talk to him crazy. 
And that was, man, listen. Let me tell you something. I ghosted my sister two, three years ago because she don't know how to talk to people. I, I, remember, I remember I invested in that one of them get rich quick scheme. Where they was like, you give me this, and I'm going to flip it, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And they just showed me pictures, quote unquote, of somebody else who actually went through it and a bunch of different people. I was like, oh, bet. You know, I could risk this. If I lose this, I lose it. But if not, it's on and popping. And it was so funny because um, God was was popping me upside the head. And he wouldn't even let me do it. <laughs> so I'm trying to send the money. And the money keeps coming back. Like, no. I said no. I said, I ain't never seen God intervene this much. <laughs> like, usually he just lets you learn your lesson and get it over with. But this one, I was like, oh, okay, this, this is definitely a scheme. So I'm gonna definitely leave this one alone, man. But yeah, if you if hey, for men out there, if that's not your ministry, bro, don't step into that field and try to fix things that you can't fix just because it's there. And women gotta ask questions too. It ain't all on men. Let me tell you something. But if I was single and I was looking for a car, and a nigga like give me five thousand, I could go to an auction for you. I'm be like, are you a mechanic? Oh, you taking a mechanic with you? Then you're not getting my $5,000, nigga, no. Right. I mean, and I I'm not going to go without without a mechanic. Not a man, a mechanic. Because I remember in my younger days, doing, like, just doing stuff because I was a quote-unquote man, and it needed to be done, and it was done very poorly. You know what I mean? Um... And I had to grow out of that. So, I don't know how old this couple is. I don't know how old my man is. I don't know how old she Should is. Should they probably 60? Ain't no expiration date on stupid. Mm. So, I mean, like like she said, you you got to learn this lesson, man. This is a very expensive lesson for you. But at least you ain't spend the whole 65, man. So, take that take that 15 that you got left and uh, go get that boy fixed. Whatever the, situ- whatever all, the issue you is. You also, fun fact, you could take that nigga to small claims court. You got the proof that he only spent thirty six hundred. If you got proof that you gave him five thousand, you better take that nigga to court for your fourteen hundred. Nigga, ain't nobody tell you keep the change. The fuck? You ain't got no brothers. Somebody break that nigga leg. Oh. Give him a fourteen hundred dollar ass whooping. I just don't understand how people just take shit laying down and they be like, ah, oh, he a fuck nigga. I heard somebody. This is a no. One, your people probably like your dumb ass and did it again. Cause that don't sound like no first time you did that goofy ass. Uh, babe said he had it again. She did it again. I swear, your ass did right. I got oh. this nigga ten thousand to get an apartment, and that nigga ran off. Girl, stop being the stop being the plug, nigga. Run off on you known in the hood. You better go over there and get Miss Stacy money. She ain't gonna do nothing but be mad. She gonna be mad. She gonna get over it. She gonna cuss you out. You can ghost her, and it's and it's on and popping. So. No, that ain't never gonna happen. Y'all yeah. just I don't know. It's all no. That that's a good one. Now, Katie, think back to when you were younger, and tell me if you ever had a situation where um, a dude that you were either talking to or thinking about talking to, whatever. Um, Portrayed to be something that he wasn't. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Say, so, so I'm trying to think. I was. I was been thinking about this all day, trying to see. I can't remember. I can remember people portraying that they were good at things that they wasn't. But 
I can't think of a situation where they trick me into something different. But so this situation, um, the chick is seven months pregnant with twin. Congratulations. My man finally introduced me to his rich African family. Okay. Alright, so we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But finally introduced me to his rich African family. They were cold to me and they seemed confused. His dad blurted out, What is this? We forgave you for trying to rob our house and now you think we're like family? Yeah! <laughs> My boyfriend told me he was raised by a wealthy African who took him in and gave him a trust fund. That's why I worked so hard to get pregnant by him. The babies are coming and he doesn't have a rich family or a trust fund. He's a whole bum. So it, you can't ask what should, what should you do. You got these babies. You seven months. To so you got that, pregnant by Nick because you thought he was rich. Mmm. You tricked yourself. Too. Bro, when are we gonna take responsibility for ourselves? You tricked yourself. You thought the nigga was rich, girl. You ain't watched the Tinder Swindler. <laughs> you out here having a. First of all, you should never have a baby for a bag. Please. Go man. get your own bag, sis. Period, poop. Bitch, be the bag. Mm, first of again, all, I need these bag. Be the bag. First of all, we need new listeners because these ones is dumb. So, did you hear about the uh, the? I think he was an Asian dude that sued his wife. No. So he sued his wife, and I believe he won the lawsuit. But it was like I want to say small claim court, something to that sort. But so they they had a baby, and. He felt like it was a good thing to do because, you know, they both had good genes. But come to find out, she had a ton of plastic surgery done. So the original her looked nothing like the current her, which means the baby is not going to pick any of these traits of that you just bought that and added to yourself. I did, I, I'm going to Google it in a second, but I'm like, so he felt like he was tricked. And the suit, the lawsuit was more so to... Um, Get First of all, he was tricked. But why we don't never ask people to, well, you ain't got no pictures from when you was a kid? Nobody in your whole life got one picture from when you was a kid. Just like this dummy who wrote into us. The nigga probably, quote unquote, rich living in a basement apartment, some fucking weird. Ooh, he's a couch warrior. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I do not be made by them own selves. You had the baby by this nigga thinking he was rich. I don't do that. You probably don't love him, you probably don't care about him nothing. You just trying to be set up for the rest of your life. And then you find out he ain't rich. Now you want now you mad. Well, do your research, sis. You can't just go by what he say. What was he showing you? What did he have that, that eluded to him being rich? Probably nothing. Cause a broke nigga can't have rich nigga shit. Not all the time. Maybe occasionally, but not all the time. Unless he a scam artist, that's different. But on a daily day basis, that nigga probably wasn't living rich or nothing. He was just talking, 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 talking. And you like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm about to be rich. No bitch, you just about to be pregnant, dummy. And just like the nigga, you had a baby by somebody plastic surgery. You ain't never asked to see a picture. And I will say, a lot of plastic surgery, if they don't overdo it, you really can't, you can't tell. tell. Yeah, you you can't really tell. can't tell that people have plastic surgery unless they overdo it. Like when they walk around with quadruple Z's. 
then of course you know that ain't real not all the time it's people with big titties like that but not often and you know what i'm saying they be having a no no fucking some of that stuff be like lipo and stuff like that but you gotta ask for pictures you ain't never asked for pictures so now you stuck with what you stuck with Man, that's 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 deep. That's deep, and that's a good thing. That's actually a good point that she made. Like, y'all don't have the type of relationship where you talk about the past, where you sharing pictures, uh, you know, from when you was a kid or from when you was shoot. Maybe not even a kid. Maybe ten years ago. You know what I mean? It's five years ago. Like, let's let me tell you something. If I go on somebody's Instagram or Facebook or something, and I can't find no pictures. First of all, I'm gonna think you was born a man. Cause why you don't have no pictures from your from your teenage years? You don't got one prom picture. Unless, you don't got one picture from something. Unless you of the the new generation, cause they don't leave pictures up. Even though they, they don't leave them up, but they got them. Let me tell you something. My son got pictures in his phone right now from when he was like he, he about to be 21. When he was like two, one, like niggas got pictures. If you from the new generation, they ain't posted, but you got them. Yeah. No, I was just, I was making that statement against your uh, Instagram, Facebook, Well, I was uh, talking about media, somebody from our age, because I would assume if they we, if they had a baby and... Oh, we posted. We put We post the We put the baby. Yeah, up. we got we shit throwback Thursday, yeah, all that type of stuff. Yeah, we got all that. So, yeah, we for sure going to be up there. Um, that's, that's weird. That's definitely a different... I just feel like people need to take responsibility for their own decisions and stop pawning your decision making off on other people. So, yeah. Tell me what you gonna do. What you gonna do? Get the babies up for adoption? I, I said. Not the nigga poor. I said I can't even answer. I can't even finish the statement of advice or what should I do? Give them to somebody who gonna care about them because clearly you don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> Man. So you really, yeah. You tricked yourself though. You a dummy. Yeah, you tricked yourself into that situation, so you that's you, and that's what happened whenever the you name do of things for the wrong. Communicating with dummies. Mm. Crash but, test for dummies. Crash test for dummies. Um, but that's what happened whenever you do things with the wrong intention. You know what I'm saying? You that do, be your karma. That be your automatic karma. You did something that without a pure heart, and you paying for it right now. You ain't got till tomorrow. Quick. The turnaround was quick on that boy, just so you know, like, oh, uh, I just, I forgot to tell you, I ain't got, remember? You ain't forget to tell me you was broke because you kept telling me you was rich. The problem is, that's what she wanted to believe. Mm. You was probably paying nigga bills and everything, talking about my family going to give you money later. Nigga, all Africans don't come from gold. You know Some what of he, them niggas come from Dexter. You know what he told him? He told her, he said, you know, I am rich, but my money tied up in investments. Yep, and she believed him. And she was like, oh, oh, okay, I get dinner this time and next time. At the time I said, I got it. I know you got all your money tied up in Forex. It's okay. I got you. you know. Yep, that nigga was in Forex girlfriends. They <laughs> got this money tied up in Forex girlfriends. Niggas gonna keep scamming bitches because bitches gonna keep letting them. And I stand firm on that. Yeah, and vice versa. Well, ain't no niggas. Ain't no, uh, yo, yeah. Love got this. Yeah, like I said, vice versa. You're gonna keep getting scammed because, for one, I think. It's easy to get scammed when you don't ask the right question. You gotta ask the right questions and pay attention to the answer. 
I remember back in the day, Katie used to ask questions, and she put her hands on her chin while I'm answering, because she 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 didn't already assess like, no, nah, this 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 ain't this ain't coming out right. This sound this sound like some BS right here. This ain't coming out right. And you know, as a as a youngin, you you don't even realize that you didn't got assessed that quick. So you might as well just spit it out the right way, but you don't, you know, hey. So you gotta ask the right questions and pay attention. If, if it's one great quality I can get this lady over here, man, and she's gonna ask the right question. <laughs> hey, your answer gotta make sense. You ain't just gonna tell me no anything. She is going to ask the right question, man. Um, our next situation, man, is this one, I feel like we can really tap on this one really good because we actually experienced this uh, early in our relationship where um, a parent or a close family member might talk disrespectfully to your significant other. And because they're a family member, depending on what type of family member, if it's a mom, a dad, a grandparent, or whatever, sometimes you don't really know how to address it. And we sometimes, especially if it's an older, like a grandparent, we, we have masked that like, oh, that's just how they is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not not even realizing that, I don't care, I don't care that that's how they is, they hurting my significant other. So either we're gonna not see this person or we're gonna address the situation immediately, right? But that's the, that's the 23 year in me talking. That's true. You know what I mean? The, the two, three, four, five year me in, and still gonna be trying to make an excuse that yeah. you know she gonna change. She just gotta get to know you. She just gotta you know, or he just gonna he, he, he tripping because whatever the situation, whatever excuse you give, it's still not the right excuse, right? So um, when you when you think back before I even go into it, when you think back on those type of situations, Katie, how hard was it for you to not? Respond the way you normally would have responded if it was anybody different. Yeah, extremely. Like on a scale of one to ten, five million. Just sitting there biting your tongue or thinking in, slick. or thinking in your head what you already said, but it just figuring out a way to not let it come out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? For so many different reasons. For one, you don't really want to. I mean, and you can tell me yeah, your name. You don't really want to be the disrespectful person just because this person being disrespectful. No, I'm not disrespectful though. That's right. the thing. It's not that I don't want to be. I'm not. You don't want nobody to take you to out your character. I guess is what I'm saying. Exactly. To be in a different. You start. You start looking at it like I don't want to. You know, this is your let's say grandmother or mother or whatever. So I don't want to cause nothing between us. Even though. Well, I don't though, care about that. But I don't want to add fuel to the fire that's already burning. Cause that's just not in my character. So it's better for me not to say nothing. Cause once I go, I'm going. And by the time I'm done, never nobody ever gonna talk to me again. So you said, let, let's just jump back. Cause that was you said that kind of quick. And let's say I was a mama's boy, and we three, four years in, whatever, five years in. So we already passed the stage where we know we love each other. We know that this is us. We want to be here. We want to make this forever. You telling me that? You wouldn't care if it would hurt me. The reason why I wouldn't care if it would hurt you, cause clearly she don't. So you not mama boy enough for her to know to shut the fuck up. So at that point, you gotta think about yourself. 
And you got to say, you don't want to be the person who adds to this fire. You don't want to be the person to, to be whatever. You got to think about yourself. Because you could be like, oh, I want to say nothing because I don't want to garnish, dark, tarnish their relationship. But if the other person don't care about your relationship, why should I? I, I Y'all the one in the relationship. No, nah, I ain't talking about tarnishing their relationship. I'm saying, like, if I'm a mama's boy and you get to the point where you're like, I'm going to cuss your mama out. But that hurt my feelings, not about her, but between us. And I didn't do nothing wrong in this whole thing other than I need to stand up for you and, and, and put a nip that in the bud. Because I feel like if the shoe's on the other foot, right? Let's say let's say you was a, a daddy's girl. Me and your daddy get into it, I beat him up. You're gonna be hurt on that. You gonna be like you still could have handled it different. You didn't have to do whatever. Like if, if you a daddy's girl and you cry even if even if you know he was wrong, you're gonna be like he he was wrong, but you was extra wrong. And now I'm hurt. Because my thing is a lot of things that I do or don't do most of the time be based off of people who I love. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be based off of the reaction that I think I would get from KD. Or a reaction that I think I would get from my kids if I was to beat up like a teacher or something. You know what I'm saying? Like their favorite teacher, or whatever the case may be. Or, or shoot, they're getting older. Their father-in-laws or something like that. So you said you wouldn't, you don't care about that part of it. You just like, no, nah, I'm thinking about myself. I'm just saying, in the moment, you asking for too many thoughts. In the moment, you're only thinking about how you look in the situation, how, how, how you gonna add into this trouble. Maybe later you might be like, okay, maybe. I don't know what you're saying, but what I'm saying is in a moment, because I've been there a million times, it's saying like, I'm not going to feed into this because y'all not about to make me out to be the bad person. And it's because I'm not a disrespectful person. So it's better to just remove yourself from the situation. Because I feel like you want to put the pressure on how somebody else is going to feel that. So nobody, so you're not supposed to, so yourself not supposed to matter no matter what. So they're thinking about themselves, you think about yourself, and nobody even think about the person getting attacked? No, that's not okay. Mm, okay. Alright, so... Uh, if, anyth if anything these past couple years have taught me, is I gotta come first in drama, too. I can't be worried about how everybody else feels, because nobody giving a fuck about how I feel. In the moment. They might care afterwards when I don't talk to them no more, but in the moment, nobody care about how I feel. So, no, I got to care about how I feel. Okay. So, uh, this situation said his mama, who said I was too fat to marry her son, came to visit us for Easter. She's still here. She's sick and wasting away in the hospital bed in my front room. She said I'd never be enough for him and I told her out of spite that I'm effing other men anyway so I don't her skin no, she's stupid. on her deathbed. Now, as she's dying, she tells everybody what I said and everybody mad at me. Because you dumb. I said, I, I just said you should never disrespect the person or say stuff because of how it make you look. Dummy, you stupid. That's that's a heavy one right there. Basically, uh, even though and he should leave her ass. 
Even though she's claiming that she just said it and well, not true. Well, guess what? You dumb. I, I, I just said because of how it make you look, how it make people view you. Sometimes you got to be the bigger person and walk away and not say nothing. First of all, she dying. Now you want to be spiteful? Where was your spite at when she had all her strength and all her might to be able to get back with your dumb ass? Nowhere because you a pussy, period. Okay. So there you go. There you have it. You see what you are. A P-U-S-S. -S. And he should leave her. Because why would you say that to his mama went on her deathbed? You stupid. You say Andy should, Andy should leave? Yeah, he should. Because you probably didn't say it out of spite, nigga. You said it because you meant it. Mm. Because my thing is, if she keeps saying, you're not good enough, you're not good. Okay, well then I'll leave and you figure it out with this nigga. Dude. So you would leave your husband if his mom or dad kept saying it? But he didn't say nothing? I'm just saying, if you want to prove a point, then leave. That's the point you could prove. Now you in the house with him, miserable and sad, because his bitch gone. So now, now you see she is good enough. But you don't say no shit like that's why I'm fucking somebody else. Girl, you ain't watch Poetic Justice? That's how Isha got her mouth busted. Watch your mouth, bro. Now I will say I don't agree with the lead part, because he didn't say nothing. He didn't agree. I could see if he agreed with his mama while she was saying it or something like that, but... It don't even say if he was in the room while she was saying it. But I said he should. <laughs> no, no, you, I'm talking about the whole, you said, well, leave. Right, so then don't, you should have told him, this is what your mama keeps saying. Right. So, in other words, what you're saying is there's, there's a poor communication uh, piece right there where you should have said, yo, your mama said this, and it's making me feel like this. Exactly. As opposed to just holding it in. I, ain't say, I didn't say don't say nothing. Tell him what's happening. If he can't correct the situation, all right, babe, I know your mom about to die, so I'm going to go ahead and get my own spot until she dies, and then I come back. Or I'll put her in a home. Because, no, listen, li living in a miserable house is the worst thing ever. Which I was going to say, too, like, she was probably, I don't know how long the mama been disrespectful and saying stuff like this, but she probably felt like she can hold it or take it from her. Um, because she felt like she was gonna die anyway, so like any minute she'd be gone, so I won't have to take him up, whatever. But any minute is never coming, and now you just gotta keep hearing it every day. So I, I mean, I understand the whole part about this. Supposed to be your home, so it's definitely your 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 comfort zone. It's and if she on her deathbed in the living room, just stay in your room or leave. Leave her in there by herself. Hey, I'm not take care of your mama. You better tell one of your siblings to hire you a nurse. Mm. Cause I'm not finna be disrespected. Just because it's your mama, that mean I got to be disrespected? No, that's not what that means. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's never, it's never a good time or a right time or an acceptable time to be disrespected. I don't care what your health situation is. I don't care what your living situation is. Uh, you could be going through mental health issues. That don't excuse you to be able to disrespect anybody like that. You know what I mean? So... Um, if there's one thing I've learned over the years is I have still to protect your wife first. You know what I mean? So whatever that means and whatever that looks like and whoever that is from, you still have to be able to protect your wife first. You know, it's been times when, when you, I had to step in and protect my wife from people who you would have never expected that you would have to protect them from. You know what I mean? So you got to be prepared for that and you got to be able to move with that um, accordingly. 
and not give excuses to people who is not even really looking for an excuse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because they're not. They, they are the way. First of all, people act the way they act because they get past us to act that way. People know they can mistreat the person in your life because they know they're going to be like, well, that's my such and such. You can't say nothing. Or that's my such and such. I can't say nothing. People know when they can do stuff. Because I guarantee you the same people who y'all think say anything to anybody don't act like that at work. Don't act yeah. like that. Uh. Don't act like that with, with their elders. They just feel like because people keep giving them passes, they can act the way they act towards certain people. It's people in your life right now that act the way around people of their same age, but they don't act like that around people, adult people. That's because it's not that they don't know how to act, it's that they act the ass where they can act the ass at. So until you start holding people accountable for their actions, they're never going to change. No right. matter who that person is. You know what's crazy? It's, it, it, it's most kids to act like that. No, like, grown like, act like that too. No, that's what I'm saying. So like, even kids act like that. Where and I ain't gonna say all of them, but most of them, because I got a niece. She don't care who she, who you are. But for the for the most part, you know who you can act up around and who you can't. Act yeah, up because around. you know gonna get your ass and who not. That that train of thought never stops. So if you act like that when you six, you act like that when you sixty six. It's people. It's somebody we know right now who disrespect every person in their life, but can't do nothing for themselves. If nobody gonna see this person, they gonna be trapped in their house all day, every day, no food, no nothing. If nobody gonna see about this person, this person never gonna be able to get out the house. But within a week or two, this person is gonna disrespect whoever is over there a mu a multiple times. Whether it's their children, grandchildren, it don't matter. If you come over too much, this person is going to be disrespectful to you. And the reason why this person keep doing it is because People walk away for a day, maybe two, but then it's like, oh, they old, that's just how they are, they stuck them. in their ways. So then you go back, but when you go back, you never address what happened. Right. You never say, check this out. The next time you talk to me like that, you're going to end up in the home mm. because I'm going to put you there. I'm going to put you there. Nobody ever do that because, man, they've been like that for my whole life, so they not going to change. Like, they'll change if you make them. They'll change if you really put your foot down and say... And mean it, though, right? Check this out. You got to mean it. You got to mean Putting it. your foot down and not mean it is not is not putting your foot down at all. Put your foot down and say and check it. You're not about to talk to me like that. You're not going to talk to my family like that. We're just not putting up with that anymore. Period. And, 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 I and mean it. I'm telling you. Drop that motherfucker off at the motherfucking uh, nursing home. For like a week or two, then go back and get them. I bet you they change. I bet you they change because they're gonna be like, oh shit. Because in order to make people do what they never done, you gotta do what you never did. Because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. If you put blue dye in the fucking water, you're always gonna get blue water. You're never gonna get orange water. Period. Unless you either put orange dye or you put some red and yellow dye. That dye is always going to be blue when you're, If it's ocean water <laughs> If it's motherfucking store bought water The water, blue dye is going to turn water blue You got to do something different To get different results So I feel like when she told him That's why I'm effing other men Shame on you You, you are stupid Yeah you definitely um, I'm going to say I don't know you But I'm going to say you let her take you out of your character But that might be your character So I don't know 
but it sounds like you let her take you out your character and and you might have made things worse for you in the long run. Because how somebody saying you're not good enough for my son and your response to him, that's why I'm fucking other men. You All you do is prove a point. Oh, you're proving it. You're not good enough for my son if you fucking other people. I told you're you, stupid. Son. I told you, son. You're stupid. I tried to tell you don't mess with her. I tried to tell you you didn't listen to me. I sat there with a t-shirt and a sign and, and it, I said she's not good enough for you. You did not listen. You and know? first of all, as a mama, mamas know you was giving her a vibe. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even. It, you think it's just mothers, or you think it's just like a women's no, intuition like that? Because I didn't see you say stuff about not people that our kids have been with, male or female, but just people in general. Like, yo, some man, some man, right with this person, we ain't finna rock with this person. First of all, let me say, people that's uncomfortable around my spirit, I never want them around. I don't care who sleeping with me. So it's not just a mother thing; it could be a person thing. That's what I was about to People, say. Which I'm not saying that because some mothers, because I watched that uh, show, in love with a mama's boy, or whatever. So some mothers really just be overboard, like nobody good enough for their son, because they don't want nobody to take their son from them type shit. Right, right, right. But just somebody who looking at you like your vibe is off, like that shit don't be that shit be on point sometimes. But I just feel like if I tell somebody you're not good enough for my son, because mind you, I have five sons. So if I tell somebody you're not good enough for my son and their response is that's why I'm fucking other men, all you did was prove my point. I'm not right. Right. Yeah, you definitely killed your character um, in that response. Um, now, I guess it would be up to your husband to know, to know you enough to know whether or not you were telling the truth or you were just really trying to get up under her skin. Like, I know it's some stuff that I can say out of out of like anger even though I don't really get angry like that where KD be like nah he was just talking I mean I believe that too but I'm still looking at anybody sideways and they be like oh I'm effing somebody else like that's your response it's just the response <laughs> for me I just it was definitely uh definitely definitely the wrong response so I just can't yeah. get over it. I just can't get over it. that's why I'm effing somebody else like you a ham yeah, you, that was definitely the wrong response. Because uh, if it, I'm telling you, I would have told my son so quick, the world would have spent, and I would have said it in front of you. Like you know, she fucking somebody else with her little hoe ass. <laughs> told you this bitch was shit. I tried to tell you. I sat there and I told you, you did not listen. Um. So, all right, man. Listen, we gave you a lot. I don't even have to give you a motivational message for this week. Cause it, the motivational message this week is don't be a crash test dummy. Don't be a crash test dummy. And Please and thank you. Learn how to communicate, man. Say what's up. Say how you feel. But we said that throughout the episode. Like, KD kind of touched on that a lot. Like, poor communication. Um, but listen, listen, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit the share button. Make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend, because that's what we do as always, man. We try to give you tangible information. We try to bring you real life situation, and we talk about it on, you know, it's from our perspective of what we would do and how we think you should handle it if we can. You know what I mean? Um, we definitely appreciate y'all listening each and every week. Go so there, um, hit the hit the promo reality 20 get 20 percent off, man. Make sure you just load up, man. You got everything you need right there in one spot. Um, and tune in each and every week, man. We dropping gym, we dropping shows throughout the week. You're gonna hear a whole lot more of us. Uh, we're gonna try to flood your weeks up as much as possible. We're gonna get you going because that's what we do, man. We love doing this, so we love y'all. We love y'all listening. 
So y'all continue to listen, continue to share, continue to let the tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. KD, what else you got for him? Anything? We got our other sponsor, Fresh Start Clean 365 underscore Detroit. She does residential cleaning, Airbnb cleaning, deep and extreme cleaning, move in, move out cleaning, construction cleaning, daily, weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly options available. Of course, the more you book, the more you save. If you tell her that you listen to any one of our podcasts, she'll give you 30% off. Not per podcast. She just gives you 30% off for being a listener of anything under the relationship y'all the umbrella. And we also don't forget about our Jazzy Living Secret, um, Secret Direct. Go to our Wolf Talk pod page, go to the link tree, and it'll take you right to her travel and skincare business. Let me tell y'all, man. I just love hearing her do her, do that promo for the 365 Planet Boy. Because she, she goes in on that thing. I don't, I don't know what happened, man. It just does my heart something different when I hear her <laughs> do that, man. I know that's an old school saying, but I'm an old school dude, so deal with it. You dig? Um, but, yep. I pre we definitely appreciate y'all listening, man. Continue to do so. Continue to support, man. Um, we got more visuals coming, more visuals on the way, so be looking out for those. Let us know what y'all think about them. And uh, with that being said, I am DTM, Dr. DTM, aka the husband. And I'm the wife. And this is Marriage Material, and we love y'all, man. So uh, we'll see y'all sure, probably in a couple days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is my This is my